This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Every Monday, I give one of you, Top Tribe, a hundred bucks to invest in your idea to get it to the top. To enter for your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Top Tribe, this is episode 344. Coming up bright and early tomorrow morning, you'll hear from Max Nelsonbaum, who broke down how he's replacing property managers with a $79 flat fee, and how he did 31K in MRR last month with his company, entercastle.com. Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest today is David Fortino. At age 26, he discovered Netline and pitched their president on hiring him. Now, they weren't hiring, right? So this is a big deal. And he wanted to basically go in there and develop a publisher distribution network. Well, that business has evolved into RevResponse, the number one B2B publisher platform, and has processed an excess of 30 million leads. Prior to Netline, David managed audience development and business development at Vertical Net, a dot-com era B2B be player with peak valuations of over 15 billion dollars david are you ready to take us to the top absolutely okay uh, whenever we talk about dot com i always love asking so how much money did you lose on paper from your equity <laughs> uh, easily millions oh it's and brutal yeah yeah it's brutal absolutely was, let's not talk about that yeah good well, we'll just we'll skip past that then right by the way yeah. is that company still around today or did it go under uh, so the company lives on in a few different derivatives. It was broken up into two different business groups, one called Vert Markets. Uh, Vertical Net was acquired by Bravo Solutions, a Italian enterprise software organization. So did you see any upside there besides your salary or no? Equity got wiped out. Uh, I made uh, a little bit out of it, but not nothing resembling what was potentially possible. Yeah. <laughs> and how old were you? Uh, 26 at the point of leaving there. Yep. And that's when you then jumped into Netline. Why did you, why were you so focused on pitching yourself at Netline? What'd you like about them? Yeah. So the beauty of it uh, was I was at Vertical Net specifically responsible for generating new and incremental uh, revenue streams, revenue models for the business and was one of Netline's first distribution partners as they were trying to kind of find a model that made sense for them. Um, from the outside looking in, I thought the, the uniqueness of it was quite compelling in the sense that as a biz dev person, I was able to monetize my audience base through contextually relevant content inclusions um, without it actually being the normal things that you'd expect, such as uh, just tons of banner ads, driving e-commerce uh, conversions, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so from the outside looking in, I liked the model. Um, I thought my skill set specifically could lend itself quite well and uh, and reached out, wrote this really lengthy email, thinking that they were probably just going to ignore it. Um, about a week later, their CEO flew me out and uh, the rest, they say, is history. I love that. So why that uh, you're still with the business today, right? Correct. OK, so how many years has it been? 14, 14, 13, 14, something like that. OK, yeah. so you're now what, 40? 39. 39. Okay, awesome. So so tell me what the business does. How does it actually make money, Netline? Sure. So we are operating the largest B2B specific content syndication and lead gen platform on the web. Uh, quite simply, large enterprise technology companies work with us to distribute 
much of their uh, thought leadership collateral and or top of funnel demand gen collateral uh, across our entire distribution portfolio. Um, that commonly takes the shape of white papers, ebooks, case studies, analyst reports, things like that. Um, the platform itself is specifically designed to algorithmically match the content that our, our clients are providing to us with audience segments and audience personas on a one-to-one basis that exist on the platform. Okay, let's get let's give a let's get a real example real quick so we can uh, kind of get more focused in. So I'm a finance company. I put together a 25-page ebook report that summarized data from 2015 in the finance industry. Yep. I, I hire Netline. I want you to use the ebook as lead generation to get capture people's emails. What do you do after I give you the ebook? Absolutely. So the first thing before launch is we identify explicitly who you're trying to reach. Are you trying to reach simply financial professionals or are you trying to reach a specific job level, a job function, um, perhaps financial professionals that are working within a certain company size or a certain industry? Financial. Let's let's do a real example. Financial people that are in a company with 100 employees or less. Yeah. So that then is uh, taking as specific attributes that are layered into our algorithmic um, optimization technology. What that does is it's looking for a one to one match between our users um, that are specifically going through the funnel, um, their content engagement and consumption on site, and those filters that our clients are providing to us. Whenever there's a match and the user actually requests that. How are, sorry, I don't understand. How are you getting your users? What do you mean by that? Sure. So we operate uh, as part of the platform. We operate a publisher platform of over 15,000 B2B specific websites. Oh, okay. So what's one forged, of those? What are one yeah, of those? Yeah, I can give you a bunch. So we've forged relationships with anyone from um, probably some of the larger ones, like a monster, down to very, very small industry-specific bloggers and industry players, like a biospace.com, or uh, perhaps make use of, um, make tech easier, how to geek, uh, you name it. There's a ton of vertically oriented, probably mid-market to long-tail web publishers that use us for two things. One is a constant stream of contextually relevant content inclusions into their site experience. They also carry that over into their newsletters and things. Um, And then beyond that, they're getting a revenue share on on these qualified leads that we're generating on behalf of our clients. Are they, are you having to pay the individual publishers for placement for your client's Mm -hmm. content? No, no, it's completely performance-based. Okay. So they're happy with your performance. I mean, you're obviously must be making them more money than say Google AdSense would. Absolutely. And look at it this way, right? Because we're performance-based, we live and die based on that performance uh, because there's no upfront commitments for any specific engagements, whether that's a standalone blast to their email list or a social media uh, promotion or a simple site inclusion. All of that lives and dies based on conversions and the publisher's earnings in that relationship. Well, and I imagine too, I mean, the way you guys win the game is, is really, you probably turn a lot of people away. You can probably look at a client and go, yeah, we can make them money profitably and get a good percentage or no, this, this lead, this is not going to work. We're not going to accept them as a client at all. And we do that on both sides of the business comically. So on the client side, um, I think we're a bit more open-minded simply based on how we've set ourselves up in the industry. We're not getting like a consumer company asking us how we can generate leads for perhaps toys or something like that. We never work on campaigns like that. Um, On the publisher side of our business, we're commonly rejecting in excess of 90% of websites that are applying to be part of the platform. Yep. And that's, would you agree? That's really where you guys win the battle. It's who you let in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, based on the fact that it's not just about generating leads and capturing data, but we're driving the sales funnel more or less for 
countless you know, hundreds of enterprise technology companies from all different backgrounds um, based on the data that we're directly extracting from and, our audience. And what's the model? So how do they pay you? Is it a monthly fee? Is it a SaaS business or what? No, it's a CPL based model. So you could sign a annualized contract. It could be worth, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars for leads. Ultimately, we can only invoice for those qualified leads that specifically met those campaign attributes that you set with us prior to the campaign launching. So it's uh, completely backed into a CPL based model um, using the filter attributes that you defined. It's probably common to see a price point of around thirty to forty, fifty dollars per lead. We certainly have. Oh, well, these are high value leads, then. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we certainly have some that are on the lower end, but I would say that's probably the sweet spot. And then we have a ton that are higher than that. The challenge with those is that when they're more expensive, they're obviously a very, very finite audience that's out there, right? You finding a C level prof, uh, professional in the IT job function at a company of 50,000 employees and greater located in the Northeast quarter in the US. Mm -hmm. um, pretty difficult user to attract and not only attract, but then also get them to engage in that content. So give uh, us a sense of company size. How many total employees? Uh, we're just around 100 actually. Okay, and what's your current role? I head up uh, audience development, which it's a bit of a mutt. Um, there's there's a marketing role, a biz dev role, and a product development role within that. Um, all end user facing products, all end user facing uh, offerings, and even down to the content. And then on the product side, all end user and publisher facing products are under my jurisdiction. Okay, so give us a sense. So 100 employees, how many kind of total unique customers are you working with? There's typically around 300 to 400 active client campaigns at any given time. Okay. Um, those, you know, they can come and go throughout the year at campaigns, probably typically lasting around two to three months, mm -hmm. some longer, some shorter, obviously. And are you, um, in terms of uh, revenue for the business, uh, yeah. and go back as many years as you want to, to keep, you know, enough, uh, you know, whatever you want private, but 2015, what was total revenue? Uh, we are on run rate right now. I can speak to that. Okay. Uh, to clear 20 million. Okay. And so interesting. So the, because of the verbiage you just used, when you say run rate, I mean, what that tells me is there is some portion of this revenue that is very predictable, almost like a SaaS business. I mean, otherwise Absolutely. you wouldn't call it run rate. So how yeah, is it predictable? So we've got, there's a couple different ways that we look at that, right? One is uh, we're simply doing audience modeling based off of what we know, what we see and how large our database is as well. Um, beyond that, and this is the most important part, it's bookings from our clients, right? So we've got, we work with every major agency in the world and every large tech company in the world. Um, they are booking typically lengthy engagements, even if the campaigns are going on and off based on their needs. Um, we understand what kind of revenues are potentially on the table for us to seize if we can deliver on the requirements, right? Mm -hmm. Which gets back to generating those qualified leads. Okay, and and what, so 2015, you guys what, cleared probably like 15 million, something like that, 16? Correct. Correct. Okay, okay. and what is your, uh, in terms of cost structure, is your biggest cost, your payout to the, pub, the individual publishers, the network? Correct, yeah, Okay, what, what about what percent does that make up, 20, 30%? Uh, a little bit more. Okay. I, tend to not share that externally, and it obviously varies uh, tremendously based on uh, which publishers we're working with, but as a whole, yeah, you can you can put that out somewhere there. around that. Yeah. Correct. Okay, great. Um, what and so how do you? Or is this the only thing you're selling? Or are there other things you're upselling to kind of drive additional revenue? 
Yeah, so it's all about um, the lead gen funnel for these enterprises. So it starts with top of funnel kind of marketing qualified leads, uh, which we've been talking about, and it goes all the way down to sales, sales ready or sales qualified leads, which can be acquired via a couple different products that we have, some that are more nurturing oriented, some actually even use a call center that we had acquired, uh, which is in northern New Jersey. That's specifically about, you know, deep, deeply engaged and bant uh, specific leads that are supporting a client's initiatives and campaigns. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like you do get into some other stuff uh, if the clients are a good fit. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely, you know, the downward progression, right? So as, as we fill the top of the funnel for organizations, there's two clear things that always happen. One, um, the company either comes to the conclusion that they've got a great support infrastructure in place, personnel, nurturing flows to handle that data, or they quickly realize that they don't. And when they don't, then we've got capabilities to actually help them bridge the gap, whether that's momentarily or taking that on entirely for Mm -hmm. them. Hey, David, that makes really good sense. I think people are going to want to follow again your story as you're building this network out and up. Where can they follow you online to do that? Yeah, Twitter and LinkedIn is probably the best way. Just search for me, Dave Fortino, um, relatively easy to find. The greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas on October 6th this year, featuring a big, big moment called Launch. We're going to have influencers on stage launch a product, compete like heck to see who can sell the most in 60 minutes to their online audiences. You'll get to watch, see how they sell, see how they close, see how they get traffic, see how they use their list. It's going to be unbelievable. Get your tickets now at NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin Live and see how you can walk the red carpet on the way in. That's NathanLadka.com forward slash Austin live. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Awesome, guys. We will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 344. Again, forward slash the top 344. All right, David, we're about to get to my favorite part of the show. Do you know what time it is? Love it. (laughs) Boom, that's good. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, right now, Traction, yep. probably by, uh, by Gabe Weinberg. I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out. Uh, Bullseye Framework is basically how I try to look at everything, which just allows you to try to distill something complicated into something relatively simple. So brainstorming, ranking, prioritization, testing, and then focusing on results. Yep, Traction is a good one. We, uh, we had them on the show several episodes ago. I'll link to that in the show notes for you guys to check it out. Uh, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now, David? I think there's three um, and kind of taking a step back, I tend not to focus on folks that are in our industry. Uh, I think they say a lot of the same things and at some point it becomes pretty passe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Gabe is actually one of them. Gabe, uh, uh, Gabe, sorry, author. Gabe Weinberg yep, yep. of Traction. Um, Josh Koppelman at first round and uh, my man crush, Elon Musk. <laughs> awesome. All right. Number three is their favorite online tool you have like FreshBooks. 
Sure. Uh, at this point, Clearbit uh, is probably my most commonly used uh, tool in the Swiss Army Knife. Um, Clearbit's a Gmail plugin, super simple email extraction for finding those contacts that are otherwise pretty difficult to obtain. I saw you put out an article about this relatively recently, and I thought Clearbit was a good one that was missing on there. Yeah. Um, and then my team as a whole, UX pin is a big, uh, big favorite of theirs for wireframing product ideas, sharing, collecting, uh, collecting feedback internally and kind of moving that over into engineering. Are you guys all kind of on Gmail and Chrome? No, actually. Okay. Uh, so, so that's that's funny, right? Because Clearbit, I'm stepping out a bit of the Windows uh, normal Microsoft Office experience over into Gmail to extract that and then bouncing back into Oh, Office. you go back into Microsoft. Correct. Oh, Correct. brutal. I know. All right. Know. He must really like it. Okay. Number. <laughs> well, num- it's a company deployment. Right? Oh, got it. Okay. Number four. Number four. Yes or no. Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. And so what's your situation? Married? Single? Do you have kids? Married. Two kids. I coach my son's baseball team. Nice. Um, half of my company, more than half of the companies on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. That means my days always go long. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. So, so t- how old are you now, Dave? 39. Oh, David, sorry. Okay, 39. So, take us back. Last question. Take us back 19 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, tell me to focus on developing and refining cadence. Uh, lifelong cyclist, cadence is a huge part of that. And I've come to kind of realize the connections between cycling and uh, business and pain on the bike is really akin to a lot of experiences that I've had in terms of pain and business. Um, Coming to the point where you could easily put your head down and quit uh, versus just forging ahead and developing some consistent cadence there has gotten me, I think, pretty far and uh, hopefully continues to keep driving my success. yeah, I think from that perspective, it's been terribly helpful uh, in understanding myself, my role, and my future. Well, Top Tribe, there you have it. Focus on cadence from David Fortino, who again, lost uh, lost a lot of equity on paper back in 1999 with a company <laughs> that went under, had a $15 billion peak valuation, got into Netline after pitching the CEO and president hard starting at 26, been there 14 years. They hit $15 million in 2015 revenue on track to break $20 million this year, working with several hundred clients. David, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nate. Top Tribe, if you enjoyed David today, go back and listen to episode 343 from yesterday. Charles breaks down the fast way to make money in real estate. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Folks, breaking news. We have added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, type an email, and close a deal live on stage at the greatest business show on earth coming to Austin, Texas, October 6th. Brought to you by yours truly. We are almost sold out. So many people buying like Blake Allen, who is the CEO of AppLink, Timothy Delaforce, who works at the Work Lodge, and he's XHP, and hundreds of other people. It's going to be a show like you've never seen before. The greatest 
biggest business show on earth. Go get your tickets at nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live before they sell out. nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to see these unbelievable two capuchin monkeys, billionaires battle on stage, startups go from bootstrap to billions live and much more. nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.